All right, guys, this is Raj Mantaj in a solo episode of the On Call Empath. And I've been having all these guests uh, one after another, and I got a ton more coming this season. I want to give a quick shout out to all my fans that have been giving me good reviews on Apple. It totally means the world to me. If you haven't subscribed to this YouTube channel or you're listening on the podcast, please subscribe. I got a uh, basically a episode every week, and these guests are getting bigger and bigger, and you do not want to miss. So let's dive into this episode. So this last couple of weeks, I've been just kind of pondering on a few things, especially being an empath. Um, what are some things that I hear the most, especially as a coach, and from a lot of you guys that takes your peace away? So in this episode, I'm going to talk to you guys about 10 things that every empath should stop in order to keep their peace in their life going. Um, I found these something that uh, I was dealing with on a daily basis, but I couldn't really put my finger on it or ask myself why um, these things eh, I was doing. Um, it made no sense until I started writing things down and then I came up with this list. So I'm going to start off with uh, the first and foremost is arguing with people. Now, when I was younger, I used to, you know, try to get my point across. Um, sometimes I would raise my voice, but then as I got older, uh, more and more, I found out that arguing with people is not uh, conducive for empaths. Um, sometimes people are going to think in the only way that they know how from their experience in life. So sometimes no matter what you say or do, um, that person is not going to listen. Um, they may um, hear you, but you know they may listen to you, but they're not really hearing you, if that makes any sense. So uh, I usually, I don't back down like where I just shut down, but I do let them know this is my stance. I respect your stance, but I'm not going to argue with you or I'll say this conversation is over and I'll just walk away. Before that, it was such a hard thing to do, especially when you're dealing with people of authority and things like that. But now um, I look person, the person in the eye and I said, I'm not arguing with you and that's it. Whether it's, you know, sending back a meal at something simple as returning something at a store to somebody at, let's say, you care about. Um, you just say, I, I don't have the bandwidth to argue. So from what I do now is uh, I come back to it. Like if there's something that whatever I need to say is going to be said. Um, but then if you're going to try to argue with me, with you and try to take my energy, that's not going to happen. So for all of you empaths that fall into that trap and you get really angry and, and, uh, you argue or you do the opposite. You just kind of repress and you don't get angry and then you beat yourself up. And then um, that's not, that's even worse. Like if you don't, you have to let that energy out somehow. So typically I just don't get into it with people. Um, recently um, I had an incident where uh, somebody was trying to always get a hold of me and I, I gave them boundaries of, you know, this is what I will accept. And this is what I, this is what I will tolerate. This is my boundaries. I've already repeated this several times to you, to this person, yet they kept pushing and pushing. And then at the, at the very end, I had to let them go. I had to just completely 
non-contact. And that, that was appropriate because if you don't take action and you don't say what you're going to do, the, the, the person on the other end is just going to try to take from you. So that's a, a recent uh, incident in my personal life, which I did not want to do. But again, when you have boundaries and you don't enforce them, um, then people are just going to continue to take advantage of you. So when you say you're going to do something, do it. Number two, allowing dysfunctional people to steal your joy, whether it's a family member, somebody um, that you just came across, somebody in, you know, speeding and cut you off. Um, I used to like put a lot of uh, weight onto that, like that's going to ruin my day. You know, you get really pissed off and especially if it's a loved one, um, how dare they? And that is something impasse, you know, just dwell on. Um, and it's hard to just kind of let that go. So in order to keep your peace, I always just deal with it, get, you know, get it out of my system. Okay, this happened. And then I move on. Um, because the more I dwell on it, the more my energy will go towards it. Remember, number two is not allowing dysfunctional people, whether they're family, friends, or whoever, to steal your joy. Uh, just do what you were going to do anyways. Number three is a big one is trying to fix people uh, out of active love. I know that's just huge for a lot of empaths, a lot of people I coach. I asked them, why are you trying to fix this person? In fact, I had uh, another uh, client of mine. <clears throat> they were trying to fix all my problems and I never asked. All I was doing was trying to ask them to listen. And so they had a solution for everything. Well, have you tried that? Have you tried this? And which is all great, but from the other side, especially being an empath, how much energy do you think that takes when you're trying to help somebody out of kindness and you do it for not just one person, but a lot of people you care about, just strangers in the street, that takes energy. And energy is very, it, we have only a certain amount every day. So just keep in mind, um, try not to um, give your energy away so you know freely. Number four, discarding your own needs to make other people feel comfortable. Um, do you ever go out with someone and, and you're like, oh, no, 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 that's okay. I'll take care of it. And you insist to, to help that person when you are going to be uncomfortable. Deep down in that little voice is like, why did I, you know, take this project on at work? Or why did I tell this person that I was going to meet them after work when I don't have the energy to do that. So keep that in mind. As empaths, we we try to overcommit ourselves and and don't want to like upset the other person. So next time, always tell the person you need more time or you'll get back to them. That'll give you time to just kind of uh step back and and figure out what you really feel. Maybe maybe you will have time to do something extra, but maybe you won't. Um, you won't know until later. And that's what that's totally okay to, for the other person to know. Number five, pretending to be happy when you're really hurt. You ever um, been around people and they're like, are you okay? And you're like, yeah, I'm fine. But deep down, you're not, you're, you're really upset. Maybe it's something that person did, or maybe there's something someone else did to you and, and your friend is asking you, are you okay? You just don't want to talk about it. Well, this is a big one. We, we don't speak our truth. We want to keep the peace. So we're like, yeah, we're fine. How many times do you have to say you're fine when you're not? And you can clear it's clearly see it in your 
<clears throat> overall demeanor, your energy, it's low, um, you're not in a good mood, the way you answer, the body language, all that says something different. So keep that in mind to keep your peace, always speak the truth, say, no, I'm not okay. But when I'm ready to talk about it, I'll let you know. Number six, overthinking your past mistakes and things that you cannot change. And this is, I think, universal, not just for empaths, but for a lot of people, especially nowadays, it's like you're you're trying to um, change things in the past where it, it you know, you're, you're just kind of beat yourself up. And then later on in life, you just kind of have these regrets. Um, it's not easy just to kind of let go of things, um, sometimes to move forward. We have to kind of let go of the past. So to keep your peace, deal with it, acknowledge it, and try not to ha- let the past define your future. But it is something that uh, a lot of empaths use as an excuse to say, well, this happened in the past, so therefore it's going to happen again. We're not future. We can't tell the future. We're not fortune tellers. So sometimes uh, it's the best thing to do is to let go of the past. And uh, that takes time. Number seven, going along just to get along. Have you ever been um, in a situation where everyone has opinion, but you're afraid to be that one person like that's kind of outside the grain? Well, I've been in that position in all types of situations from, you know, when, you know, when people ask you like how many people think that you should do this and everyone's hands is up, but yours not, you don't want to be the oddball out. Why? Because you don't want that attention. You don't want to be that person where people are thinking what's wrong with you to keep your peace. A lot of people do this, but, and I'm guilty of it too, but sometimes um, saying something that's obvious is something what other people are thinking, but they're too afraid to say it. So next time you're in a situation, speak your mind, speak your truths, raise your hand. Even when everyone's hands are down, you raise it. Um, you, you, you owe it to yourself. There's no reason to uh, repress your true feelings. Of course, this is going to be uncomfortable. However, to keep your peace we have to speak our truth as empaths. Number eight, waiting for external validation to boost our confidence. This was a big one for me because I wanted people to say, oh, what a great job you're doing, Raj. What You're just an amazing person versus somebody's like, man, you really suck at this. You're just like the worst person at uh, this. Why can't you get this right? Now, both give you a feeling. As an empath, we want more validations. We want people to like us. However, the biggest freedom for this one, number eight, is that when I stopped caring what other people thought of me, it was a game changer. Because even when someone said, great job, or they said, you know, you suck at this, believe me, it did not matter. When you get to a point where you can appreciate someone like saying something good, And when someone says bad, you could appreciate that too, the same. So my motivation doesn't come from other people that says, great job. I'm not going to try any harder or any less. I'm going to do something because I want to. And I urge all of you empaths that are tuning in to keep your peace is to do what you want to do, regardless of the validations and the praise you get, or maybe the praise you don't get. Even when somebody puts you down that, I mean, definitely that hurts way more, right? You know, we, we, we always look at the, the ones that said something bad versus the good ones. 
what I'm saying is when you can look at both of those equally and um, not take other people's opinions to heart, which takes, believe me, it takes a lot of practice, a lot of self, you know, work, inner work to really say that your opinion is the only opinion that matters. That's when things start to, that's when the magic starts to happen. That's when your peace, everything kind of falls into place. Number nine, number nine, silencing what you need. Um, I mean, this is kind of close with the other ones, but when you need something and you're afraid to ask for it, whether it's from a loving partner, um, you know, some, someone maybe at work, a boss, you know, something that you need when you stay quiet, it's all that's going to do. It's going to come back and it's going to fester kind of like a pressure cooker. It's going to get to a point where it's going to blow and eventually it's going to affect your overall well-being. As empaths, we walk around with this pressure cooker always brewing. So keep in mind this number nine is, is a very big because if we are walking around not naming what we need, how are people are supposed to know? They're not people pleasers. And yeah, some people might roll your eyes and you know not want to deal with you, but guess what? You, you can't control what other people, you know, are thinking or what they think about you. And this leads me to the last one, number 10. Other people's responses is not your responsibility. So if you give some bad news to somebody and you're afraid that they're going to blow up at you or guilt trip you or whatever, fill in the blank, their response, their anger whether they like, for example, I, I had to tell recently a client that I can no longer see them because they crossed my boundaries and I felt bad and I didn't want to block them. I did not want to get them out of my life, but they kept pushing and pushing and going over my boundaries. And then I had to do what I had to do. Did I, was it uncomfortable? Yes. Now, if I keep doing that over and over again, I'm going to get used to it and it's not going to feel as bad, but other people's responses cannot dictate your actions. So you're going to get hate. You're going to get yelled at. You're going to screamed at your eyes rolled at. And, you know, I, I tell, I ask my clients, what's the worst thing that could happen? What is the worst thing that could happen if you tell somebody something that they don't want to hear? As empaths, we don't want to upset anyone. We don't want to rock the boat. I get that. But sometimes you got to make the hard decisions. And this takes practice. You're not just going to go up to somebody and tell them something you always wanted to tell them for years and you know that they're going to be pissed. This takes time. Um, I'm even working on it. Uh, Recently, I did this with a client. I had to tell them how it was and it wasn't easy for me, but guess what? Uh, it's, it's about myself. It's about honoring myself and their reaction was negative. They weren't happy, but again, that has nothing to do with me. That is their issue. I'm dealing with my issue, but that whatever they throw at me, it's not about me. I know that right off the fr- bad it's it has nothing to do with me it's coming from past trauma that they keep repeating if it wasn't me it'd be someone else that makes sense their reaction would have been for anyone else think about that way you just happen to be in the crossfires let that sink in for a minute so as empaths 
these are the couple things that will keep your peace and sanity because you owe it to yourself. I'm not saying to go up to every person and tell them your what's on your mind and, you know, just kind of be aggressive about it. What I am saying is keep these 10 things in mind because our mental health, our mental peace is far more important than trying to get other people to like us as empaths, HSPs, trauma victims. We're always looking for validations. We always want someone to tell us that we matter because we never did at one point, right? I mean, a long time ago, something happened in our childhood or uh, one bad memory and that pretty much we go back to every time um, a certain event happens. So I want you to think about that. I hope you got something out of this episode. I want to do a quick one here. Um, Stay tuned for the next episode. I got some great high profile guests coming on. You guys, thank you again for all the great review and all the love that you're giving me. Makes me want to uh, keep going and we're almost at 200 episodes. Uh, This podcast is just, I can't tell you how grateful I am for all of you guys and all the amazing people that I met. Uh, Thank you again for all the the amazing feedback and uh, stay tuned for the next episode. And we are out. You're listening to the On Call and Pat.